This is a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z-Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I am your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online. Sorry I didn't do a show last week. Uh, Things kind of piled up uh, through this age of COVID and the pandemic and the uh, quarantines or sheltering at home or staying at home and all that. I have been working. I mentioned that before on the last show, I'm, I'm sure. I've been working. I work for janitorial service. I uh, work during the day at the office uh, as the office manager, and then I clean a couple buildings at night and a couple nights a week and, and all that. And so uh, the places that I clean are all essential, and even though many people are still working at home or have been working at home through all this, there's stuff for me to do. So I've been working. The one thing that I haven't been doing is working at the comic book store. Well, that came up again last week. Uh, the uh, the owner, uh, the store isn't open to you know in-store traffic, but um, we are still doing mail order stuff, and the owner is trying you know, is is trying to get a bunch of mail order stuff fulfilled to get stuff out to customers that have uh, put in orders. Um, it was explained to them when they started ordering. This is okay. We're you know we're shut down. You can order stuff, uh, and it'll be there when we're ready to start doing the the shipping. Uh, if you want to cancel your order, that's fine. But uh, you know we'll fulfill it as soon as we can. And so the owners has been in there getting at it, and he wants me to uh, start doing more inventory uh, to get uh, more books, new new stuff put in. And uh, and do that. Uh, the thing is, uh, and we've worked out a way to not be at the store together. <laughs> and and the stuff that he's priced out that needs to be entered, he it's set aside for long enough for if if you know if he's infected, any virus that he might have gotten on there will be dead by the time I get them and bring them home. And then by the time, and then I'll be handling things with gloves and all that. Just doing whatever we can to try to keep the infection from getting anywhere. So that kind of added stuff to my plate. And then I'm still working on that daily drawing thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it in a while, but uh, I've been doing uh, (coughs) daily, in quotes, (laughs) drawing. Uh, There's a sketchbook I have that's got uh, 110 pages in it. I'm doing two drawings per page. That'll mean 220 movies uh, or drawings will be in there, and the drawings are all based uh, are all scenes of uh, from movies. And I have people giving me words for each day, and I pick a movie that's that the word prompts to my mind. You know, it just springs into my mind. So I've been doing that. Uh, but oh, I am so far behind, <laughs> so far behind. <laughs> I'm working on March and April. I haven't even touched May, <laughs> but uh, I'm working on them. Uh, just the other night, I managed to get two done in one night. Sat down, the flow was working. They actually, the two drawings I did turned out pretty good. One in particular, I was very happy with. The other one pretty happy with but the other one is I'm, I'm pleased with how it turned out because there's a certain delicacy to the the, the 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 line work that I did I just it just really really worked I don't I it's just it just worked anyway um, I can't show you them sorry not yet they'll go on Facebook at some point become my Facebook friend and you'll see these drawings of you know maybe by November <clears throat> 
But uh, anyway, I'm working on them. But things got piled up, and I just couldn't do a show. It just it was just like I was just exhausted, and that's how it goes. But this week I have a little more energy. But I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, let's get started, shall we? I'm not promising no COVID because there's going to be some COVID on the show today. Sorry, but uh, there's going to be because there's a couple things i got to talk about. But first, uh, we have a new member in our family. Yeah, yeah. Arrived, uh, uh, you know, during the, uh, the time that I was off <laughs> from doing this show. Uh, uh, no, no, don't get excited. It's not a baby. It's not a pet. It's not even a living creature. We got a new vacuum cleaner. Ooh. <laughs> you know you're you know, older when a new vacuum cleaner is exciting. <laughs> you know you've you've kind of made it to a certain level of of uh, uh, wisdom when a new vacuum cleaner is exciting. Uh, the vacuum cleaner that we had, we'd had it for a long time, uh, and it was just getting to be on its last legs uh, structurally it was beginning to not work properly as you know the, the, you know how it's the, the 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 head of the vacuum cleaner you know that has the brush in there and everything you know that part is supposed to you know the the upright part is supposed to snap in place and all that well that didn't do that anymore so if you pick it up the uh, the head just kind of drops straight down uh, there's that and then there's other little things on it but then uh, mainly it just um, uh, the 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 beater bar wouldn't turn yeah you know that's you know that's what that's that's what that's called at least at the janitor service that i work for we call it a beater bar uh what's a beater bar you know when you get the vacuum cleaner it's that spool that's inside the vacuum cleaner with the brushes on it that spins we call that a beater bar because it uh, it beats at the carpet or the flooring that you're vacuuming it it's, you know, the brushes it along and brings in so i you know, i don't know why we don't call it a brusher bar but we call it a beater bar and i like that term beater bar it's you know it's a, an alliteration with the b's and then the both words end with an r and, and you know two syllables and then one beater bar it's 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 just uh i don't know i just like that i always like that term but there's the, there's another name which is almost as good might even be better depending on your disp- uh, you know uh, your disposition uh, I found out that uh, the vendor where we would buy new ones of those you generally I just get the brushes you know we remove the old brushes and put new brushes on them uh, for the ones that we use at work I should say uh, generally that's what I do but every now and then I get a new full new unit and I saw that the vendor that we buy them from they call them, Disturbulators. They call it a disturbulator. I thought, oh, that's fantastic. Hey, son, I'll disturbulator. Too late, Dad. You're disturbing me now. Uh, you know, it's, it's a dad joke. Uh, but I just thought, a disturbulator. What a cool name for that. So it's either beater bar or disturbulator. All right. So anyway, on our old vacuum cleaner, that wasn't working. It, it was just, it wasn't spinning properly. Yes, I probably could have got a new belt, and I probably could have dickered around with it a little bit, but it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't worth it. And, I, and, and we have, we had some money, a little extra money, and I said to Amy, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to just get us a new vacuum cleaner. You know, and, and, and she said, well, get a good one. Now, we didn't go crazy. I didn't go crazy, but I got a Hoover. Didn't get one of those Dyson things. Those Dyson things. It's just you're just that's just silly. But I got a Hoover, brought it home, and I named it Herbert. Oh yeah, I know another dad joke. Herbert Hoover. Get it? See, there was a president in our country named Herbert Hoover. And see. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, brought it home. Uh, this is a little bit embarrassing. Uh, I hate to admit it, but. Um, we kind of let the vacuuming go a little bit. Uh, not just kind of. We did. We, we we let the vacuuming go a little bit in the house. I, I won't tell you how long it had been, but it had been a while. So, uh, bring home the uh, the new member of the family. And, uh, uh, you know, there's some assembly required to get the things together. Looking through the, man- the manual to make sure I, I know certain things about it. But, you know, it's a vacuum cleaner. It's fairly basic. It's got one of those, uh, uh, on the top of, of it, it's got one of those uh, meters that uh, it, it, it'll turn red. And when the, uh, when, the, when the cup 
is full. Well, that's the other thing about this vacuum cleaner. The old one, we had a disposable bag that you put inside of it. This is this paper bag thing you put inside and it'll fill it up. And once that gets filled to a certain point, you throw it away. Well, this vacuum cleaner has that, has that, that, uh, that cup kind of thing uh, as part of the chassis of it and and or, or the body of the vacuum cleaner instead of where you know instead of where the bag would be it's this it's this plastic cup thing and i think a lot of vacuum cleaners are going that way now because the all the ones i saw at the target where i was buying this thing had that i didn't notice any with a bag in option in it although i did see some online all right anyway so i that's what it's got and ours has it you take it off the top and then you can press this button and the bottom of the cup will will swing will open up and all the stuff should drop out all the crap that you picked up in that vacuum cleaner should drop out well <clears throat> I brought it home got it ready started vacuuming around and uh, and <laughs> brought it upstairs I vacuumed the stairs and the upstairs is all carpet so we're vacuuming that we uh, we remarked that oh we'd forgotten the carpet was that color that's uh, it's been a while since we vacuumed <laughs> again sorry and I vacuumed off the uh, the fins of the of the ceiling fans which had gotten pretty dusty and um, at some point Amy points to the the cup which is this clear plastic that you can see, it's, it's getting pretty full. And you know, I said, oh, yeah, sure is. <laughs> and I look on the top, the, uh, the, the red indicator has come, you know, has come out, and I went, oh, yep, yep, yes, I better empty it. And I, and I, I, but I finished. You know, I said, oh, I better empty it. Um, it was then that I realized that on the plastic cup, there is an indicator of max full you know how far you should fill it, fill it before you have to empty it again. Don't go any higher than that. And well, I kind of, I didn't kind of, I went way over it. <laughs> the way that cup is designed, the 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 max fill line is less than half the height of the whole unit that you pull off of there. Uh, the rest of it is pick, uh, taken up by you know like a filter kind of thing going in there, and it and it and it and it uh, it. Uh, it tapers away as it goes up. You know, it's that filter in there. So the the, the space of the where the debris, the detritus, the cat hair and human hair and, and dirt and uh, all the rest of that crap, the dander and dust and lint and sand and whatever else gets in there, um, you know, it it, it's, it gets narrower and narrower. And so I look. I had filled that sucker. <laughs> it's just way. And so I opened it up, and you know a lot of it came out. But uh, I had to get a, a like a, a little like a, a back scratcher. That's what I got. It was a back scratcher, and I'd use the long thin end, um, and to to help me kind of drag out the stuff from from the upper part of that cup that was that all got packed in there. And it took me about 20 minutes. And when I came in, I had I was uh, I had a lot of dust on me, <laughs> but. We got a new member to our family. It's a vacuum cleaner. Okay, I'm going to take uh, the break a little early today because uh, the middle section of the show, I'm going to fill it up with COVID. Uh, sorry, I hope you're wearing your masks. Um, so you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dimfit Simmons. I'll return after this break. You're listening to Z Talk Radio, the number one choice for music, sports, news, and talk radio. So keep that dial locked to ztalkradio.com. Don't just take my word for it, but you are listening to Dimland Radio on Z Talk Radio Network. 
Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Valtor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Talk Radio Network. Station identification. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Operating frequency on ztalkradio.com. Welcome back to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Okay. Yes, I'm going to dive back into some of this COVID talk. Uh, not so much about the illness and all that stuff. It's more about the, the reaction. I know last time I talked about, uh, about the people protesting uh, the shutdowns and demanding that uh, America get put, pat, uh, put back to work. Um... Um, I'm going to touch on these people a little bit more. A uh, friend of a friend, and I mean that, it is a friend of a friend of mine, uh, the friend of mine, uh, I'm fearful that this friend is is spiraling down into the, the, the world of conspiracy theory. Um... Just the, the the stuff he posts, the things he says, uh, just like, uh, uh. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I th- I I see this happening, and it's, and uh, and his friend um, may be well into that already, or spiraling along with him, or something. I don't know, because I don't know the friend all that well, the friend of a friend, but I see the comments that this guy will make, and he posted a comment about uh, he was very upset that uh, he got kicked out of Menards. I don't know if you have Menards in your part of the world, but it's a it's a it's a it's an everything store. It's got uh, you know just this basic home products, you know, cleaning products and it's got uh, I don't know patio stuff, furniture, it's got Flooring. It's got lumber. It's got mulch. It's got it's 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 one of those everything stores, pretty much. And um, and it's one of those and and, and it's a lower cost everything kind of store. You, you, bargains can be gotten there. It's not like a dollar store. Not that much of a bargain, but yeah, it's it's a it's sort of like Home Depot, but the prices are a bit lower. It has a garden center and all this. I, you know, it's 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 just a it's whatever. So I, I'm getting lost in the weeds here. Well, Menards, and I don't know where this guy lives, but the Menards uh, that he went to uh, kicked him out because he refused he refused to wear a mask. Now, in these days of the COVID, um, the CDC at first was saying, well, you know, or the advice was at first, man, eh, masks, uh, you know, let's not. Not so sure, but now, now they're saying if you can get the cloth masks, masks that you can launder, uh, wear them, uh, wear them where you are um, in areas where you cannot easily socially distance, you know, social distance, where you keep physical distance between you and other people. I wear my mask when I go to the stores. I don't wear them when I'm outside walking in the park or walking through a parking lot or walking from my car to the office or something. You know, I don't, I don't wear them then but as soon as I go into a store on goes the mask it helps to protect other people really uh, but it can you know because if I cough it stays most of it stays in the mask and it helps it helps it's not perfect but it helps and it shows a certain amount of of civic uh, responsibility and we are in this together and I'm trying to do my best to not spread 
the, the illness around. The advice that was given a long time ago, I know I've mentioned it on the show, but it was given uh, as the beginning of this uh, COVID um, pandemic was that you, know, you, should, you should act as though you are already infected and, and act accordingly. Because you could be infected and be asymptomatic for quite a while before you start showing any kind of symptoms, or you can go all the way through your illness, through the infection, without really having any symptoms at all. I don't know, that might be a pretty rare, but it does. They do say that you're you're you you have this infection. You are in and it is contagious, while you aren't showing any signs of having it. So that's why the advice was given: act as though you are already infected, and then behave as uh, accordingly around other people. So this friend of a friend didn't want. You know, he was very upset about this. Now Menard says you. Know, We'll sell you a mask for a buck, and you can come on in. But it was no. So he starts. You know, he's he's there's there's a mindset that's that's going around with these people that want the shutdown stop. Now again, I will say what I said last time. It's easier for me to have this position because I'm not unemployed. But I would, if I were unemployed, I would still be following the science. I still would be doing that. It wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as easy, and I certainly wouldn't be showing up on Capitol steps and crowds of people demanding, you know, demanding that people be given their right to go around and infect other people, which is essentially what these people are doing. And it's all my rights, my rights, my rights. They're crying, and they're the Tea Party type people, the Michigan militia type people. As you see them, and it's a lot of white people. Oh, an awful lot of white people. A lot of white people. Colin Kaepernick, an African-American, protests at a football game by taking a knee during the national anthem. But these yahoos, and they're all upset about that. Now, maybe not all of them. Some of them might say, no, you know, he's, he's got his right to protest. There might be a few of those people that uh, are demanding that we open up the country. There might be a few of them on that side. But, I don't, but, I, but by and large, what I'm seeing seems to say, no, they're the ones that were saying, how dare he do that? And now they're all gathering on the Capitol steps in various states, demanding. You know, that's they're doing their protest there. Somehow it's okay when they protest, and their protest actually is poss can possibly cause harm to others because the infection could be spread around because somebody there could be infected, and then they're close to each other, and there you go. Where Colin Kaepernick just takes a knee. That's all he's doing. And that's the thing. There was a meme put together, and I know I talked about one of these images the last time. Uh, um, but I'll, it, there's a, there was a there was a meme put together that was showing essentially that these people are hypocrites. And again, it probably doesn't represent all of them, but I think there's a good number, a good percentage of these people that are demanding that the country be opened up again, and are showing up, you know, with guns over their shoulders, and you know, and 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 uh, Confederate flags, that that kind of crap. Is they're 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 doing that. There are those that are doing that. You you see, you know, this is probably in their mindset. You know, some of the Tea Party thinking and all this. So. Uh, a person put this together. They took a. Uh, they took an image of. Um, there was a woman that was holding a sign that said. Uh, um, uh, that said, "Sacrifice the weak, reopen uh, Tennessee. Sacrifice the weak, reopen Tennessee." And under that, they they had put in the text, um, "All lives matter," and they crossed it out, because even though that person might not be an all lives matter type person, you know, the the reaction, the white privilege reaction to uh, Black Lives Matter. Being, well, all lives matter. Well, yeah, we know all lives matter. But right now, we're focusing here. Okay, that's what I was talking about months ago when, when we were talking about the, the, the Black Lives Matters. We, know, we agree, all lives do matter. But right now, this is our focus. See? Yeah. And, and so, but, but now, since, well, sacrifice the weak, so I guess all lives don't matter. At least not to that person. And then the middle image, they're stacked. The middle image is the young woman that's got the sign that says no masks, you know, the, the slash sign, you know, the circle with the slash over the mask, and it's, and it's written, my body, my choice, and then Trump at 2020 at the bottom. Now, I talked about it last week, and I said that the, the sign might say no mask, but the bandana the woman's wearing around her neck says something different. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that person pointed that, and, then, and they had pro-life written on there, and that gets crossed out. Oh, so I guess you're not pro-life then, huh? It's just, now you're all about choice. 
and you can't you can't be pro-life because the choice you're making as i talked about last time is it's not just your body and it's not just your choice it's this is an contagious illness this is a contagious disease this is an infection that you're going to pass around it's so it's not just your body Somebody else near you that doesn't share your political views or anything like that, some, you know, they're shopping at a store and you come barreling in there, you got something, I ain't wearing no mask and I ain't, you know, and you don't practice social distance and the next thing you know, that person is sick because you didn't, you know, you know, or it's infectious, very infectious. It just gets to them. So, you know, it's, it's not your body. It's not your choice. And you're not pro-life if you're willing to spread around an illness. Are you? So cross that one out. And then the bottom image has a, one of these Michigan militia-looking guys, black T-shirt, you know, big beard, shaved head, just just standing in front of two police officers. The police officers have surgical masks on, and they're looking straight ahead, like they're trying not to eyeball the guy, trying not to you know escalate the situation. And that guy's just yelling at him, and you know there's spittle and crap coming out of his mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and under there, Blue Lives Matter gets crossed out. Now, maybe that guy wasn't a Blue, Mat a Blue Lives Matter guy. That was another white privilege uh, response to the Black Lives Matters. Well, Blue Lives Matter, you know, cops matter. Yes, 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 we know that. But right now, our focus is here. Okay? <laughs> so, so that guy's not a Blue Lives Matter, obviously, because he's getting in the face of cops. So that it, it's all these people, my rights, my rights, my rights. But there's a part of that sentence that is that they don't speak. And they may not realize that they're saying it, you know, or implying it. They may not realize they're implying it, but their actions imply a second part of that sentence that is left out, and that's left unspoken. You know, when they give the, the cry, the my rights, my rights, my rights are more important than your rights. They're forgetting that part of it. They're not saying that part of it, not explicitly, but their actions imply my rights are more important than your rights. And that's that, that dovetails with what I talked about last time. You have the right to swing your fist, but you, you, your right to swing your fist ends when you hit somebody else in the nose. It's, you, know, that's, you don't have that right anymore. So... So this guy's all upset that he's being asked to wear a mask or being required to wear a mask when he goes into the, into the, uh, uh, into the Menards. We'll sell you a mask for a buck. It's just a buck. You'll have the mask. And he's like, no. And I thought, I wonder if this guy stops at red lights when he drives. I mean, doesn't he have the right to travel unimpeded? I, I should be able to travel freely. I shouldn't have to stop at a red light. Well, of course he stops at red lights. And why would he do that? Why would he stop at a red light? Well, one, it's the law. Two, I'm sure he doesn't want his vehicle to be damaged. Three, I'm sure he doesn't want himself to be harmed or killed. And four, I'm sure he doesn't want the people that might be in the vehicle with him to be harmed or killed, so he stops at a red light. But there might be other reasons why he would stop at a red light. Maybe he doesn't want to damage somebody else's property because he crashes into a car because he didn't stop at the red light. So that's, that's another reason. Maybe he also doesn't want to harm someone else or kill them because he crashed into them because he didn't stop at a red light. So he is concerned about other people's lives there. At least it might be the lowest part of the, of the, of the totem it might, that, that, of, of his priorities. But, he, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't want to hurt somebody else. Be, in all things considered, he's probably a decent human being and wouldn't want to cause somebody else pain or end their lives or put them in a wheelchair or something. You know, I'm sure he doesn't want to do that. So why not think in this case of the of the mask being asked to war to be worn inside the Menards? Why not think of that as the red light? And you're doing this as part of the social contract. We're all living together in this society, in this world. And we have to have considerations for others. Why can't that be part of his thinking? I don't know. And let's see, what time is it? What time have I got to go to? Okay. Um, 
so I, and I had a brilliant response for them, and it, it involved the, the tr- stopping of traffic lights and all that. And, and but my first thing was saying, it's Menards is a private business; it's their rules. And I also mentioned in my response that I was going. This was on Facebook. That I saw all this stuff. I was going to mention in my response to this fellow also that I said, you know, I I would wager you've been to a nightclub in the past that charged a cover charge. Just think of the mask as a cover charge. Here's your cover charge. You got to pay this, or you got to wear this. You want to come in? I had a friend, uh, uh, a skeptical friend, or skeptic friend, a friend who was a skeptic, whatever. Um, he mentioned, you know, what, what, you know, no shoes, no shirts, no service. We're okay with that. Oh, sure, some people try to get past the, the no shoes, no shirts, no service. Some people try to do that. But you know, when they're stopped, you know, most of us look and say, yeah, yeah, you know, it's their rules. No shoes, no shirts, no service. No mask, no service. It, why is, you know, it's just... But my rights, my rights, my rights are more important than your rights. And then I saw this. <clears throat> now, this has been attributed to actor Kevin Sorbo. Uh, you may not recognize the, the name, but Kevin Sorbo played uh, Hercules in a syndicated television series that, from the 90s, I think, that was quite popular. And it, uh, I think it spun off uh, um, uh, Xena, Warrior Princess. I think it, it's. I, I never watched. I didn't watch either of the shows. Um, I, I, I gathered they were kind of campy and whatever, but they were popular and all that. And Kevin Sorbo, who's also a native Minnesotan, and not very happy with chiropractors because one of them had cracked his neck and uh, and and uh, tore an artery in his in his neck and caused him uh, uh, some uh, some some physical problems. Uh, he's okay, but you know. But this is this is one of those. Remember what Abraham Lincoln advised. It's just just because there's a photograph of some famous person with a quote, it doesn't mean that the person on the internet doesn't mean that that person necessarily said that. Okay, Abraham Lincoln said that, and he's a wise man. So we got uh, Kevin Sorbo. It's a, it, there's a picture of him, and there's this, you know, supposed quote. It's not in quotations, but it's there's a phrase written out here, and then it says Kevin Sorbo. So it's it's, it's saying that this guy said this. Um, and the, the statement is, when the state puts you in jail for walking in a park with your child because it's too dangerous, but lets criminals out of jail, it's not about your health. Well, they let the criminals out of the jail, low, you know, nonviolent criminals, low-level offenses. Uh, they've been letting them out of jail, mate, I think, because it's dangerous, because of the same danger why somebody wouldn't be allowed to walk in a park. However... <laughs> You know, because it's all the COVID. This is the age of the COVID. And yes, it's about your health. And this is, I don't think he's the one that said this, though. It's been attributed to him, but I'm doubtful of that because there's a longer diatribe that goes through all this. It's not about your health. When it's this, it's it's not about your health. And then this one's in there, right? And it's all this conspiracy theory bullshit. So when I saw that, I sat and I looked at it and I thought... I mean, you know, a, a conspiracy theorist friend shared it, and I said, um, you know, and I gave him my skeptical face, a little picture of me of looking skeptical, and I, and I did that because, and this is what I wrote, uh, in, the, in this time of shutdowns uh, to deal with the COVID, has this ever actually happened? Has anyone been arrested for just walking in a park, or were some other laws broken? I did a quick Google search. Uh, it only brought up three incidences. First, there was a young father playing catch with his daughter in a park in Colorado. They were well away from other people. Uh, the police apparently believed the park to be close to the public, so they believed him to be trespassing. He refused to leave the park, so the officers cuffed him. After about 15 minutes, they let him go with no charges or citations. The police later apologized for overreaching in their enforcement of social distancing rules in the parks. Now, they asked for his ID, wouldn't give it to him. He was going, my rights, my rights, my rights, my rights. And, you know, they let him go because they must have realized, because it wasn't just him that they were that they dealt with. They, they told other people in that park that, you know, the park's closed, you can't be here. You can't be in the park, so you, you have to go. 
They weren't just telling him, but I think he was the one that made the biggest stink about it. And they cuffed him in front of his seven-year-old daughter. They were off. He was also there with his wife, and they were playing t-ball and they were having fun. And they were keeping. They they were doing the social distancing. That's what the guy said. So in this case, the police were in the wrong. At least it turned. They must have learned that they called their supervisor to see what what should we do. And they probably found out that the park was in fact not closed to people just going for a walk or doing something. And and they probably said, well, they're fine. They're a family unit doing a little something there. They're they're fine. So they they uncuffed them and then later they apologized for the overreaching. Okay? All right. That was one case I found. The other one, another case is of an Idaho woman who was arrested because her kids were playing in a playground area in a public park. The park was open for walking, jogging, biking, etc. But the playground area was closed due to COVID. So she, re- she, so she and her kids were trespassing. The police gave her a chance to clear out of the area, but she refused. She was breaking the law. Had she been just walking through the park with her kids, she would not have been arrested. But again, it's my rights, my rights, my rights, my rights are more important than your rights. And you know, she was given the opportunity to say, look, you, you can use the park. You can walk through the park. You can ride a bike through the park. You can, you know, you can jog. You can walk your dog. You can do these things. You just can't play in the playground area. Okay? Although, well... A lot of the surfaces, if it's a sunny day, if the surfaces are getting bombarded with the UV rays from the sun, it, it'll probably take care of any virus that's on it. But it's the parts of the of the of the equipment that is not facing the sun that could have virus on it, and they're just trying to be safe. So again, you know, what's the common thread here? In the first story, the police thought the park was closed, so they thought the guy was trespassing. And here, they they know that the playground area is closed, so the woman and her kids are trespassing. And she refuses to leave, so she gets arrested. I think she later apologized. She just was kind of going nuts in her house with her kids, and she just wanted to go, you know, so. But again, you know, so I give her a little, cut her a little slack there, although there is some uh, talk about that she was a bit of an anti-vaxxer anyway. So, But even still, you know, she had a chance. Just walk, just walk away. Just go away. We're not going to, just go ahead. Leave the, leave the playground area, and you're fine. Nope, nope, nope. My rights, my rights, my rights. Okay, and there's a third story of a man in Canada. He was being fined nearly $900 for walking his dog in a park that was closed. Uh, he claimed confusion as to the social distancing rules when it came to parks, but the park was closed and he was trespassing. However, this happened in Canada. I'm sure Sorbo isn't too worked up about what happens there. And I'm sure the guy didn't start crying, my rights, my rights, my rights. He just said, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, eh? I didn't didn't know. I thought the parks were okay. No, oh, this one's closed? Oh, sorry. Well, oh, there's a fine? Okay, I'll, I'll pay it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I finished by saying, assuming that Sorbo actually said this, which I don't think he did, uh, he seems to be arguing against a problem that doesn't exist, and so does my conspiracy theorist friend. This isn't, you know, people aren't being arrested for just going out and walking in a park. Here in Minnesota, the parks have remained open through the whole stay-at-home thing. The governor has encouraged people to go ahead and use the parks. Go for a walk. Ride your bike. But practice social distancing. You know, it's, 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 and these are instances of trespassing. Somebody else put a different, another story in the, in the thread trying to say, well, here's this one. And I don't know if they were trying to say that, well, these people got arrested for walking the park, but, they, but you read the story, it says, no, they were protesters in a closed park. They were trespassing. You're not being arrested for walking in a park. They're being arrested or harassed by police because they're trespassing. So uh, uh, before I leave this little segment here, um, about this whole my rights thing and all that. I have a, a Facebook friend. Uh, don't know her really well, but uh, she's uh, she's uh, she looks very much like my wife. And she's not my wife, but she looks like her. She's very and she's very funny like my wife and very smart like my wife. But it's not her. It's a different person. Her name's Julie. Uh, and and Julie posted this this uh, statement, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, a friend posed the question of what side people fell on in regard to the stay-at-home protests. 
Perhaps my response might help others in articulating their frustration with these events. This is a false dichotomy. I am on the side of science, empirical evidence, and educated expertise. There is no other side except ignorance and pernicious selfishness. Of course, no one wants to have to take the strong measures needed to mitigate the virus's worst effects, but it's something that must be done, and if we aren't all in common social agreement that we have to take harsh measures to break the inf infection cycle, this will perpetuate and have catastrophic effects. But of course, the peculiarly, peculiarly, oh, she just would have to use such a word, the peculiarly <laughs> self-defeating American cry of individualism and exceptionalism mean it's every person for themselves and, a, and utter selfishness. This country will never be able to do what's best for the larger populace because it views individual sacrifice for the greater good, the greater good, as weakness and manipulation. Personal convenience is God here, and many will die on its altar. Well, I think, I think the majority of people in America realize that these are necessary steps that we're taking, and they're they're complying. Uh, the conspiracy theorists, of course, we call them sheeple, but ugh, the conspiracy theorists, I don't know how to stop them. I don't know how to fix them. They 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 they, they may ha just have to have something happen to them. Oh, I got the COVID, and I ended up in the ICU, and I barely made it out alive. You know, I think we should probably wear masks. <sighs> well, okay, I'm going to take another break. I'm not I'm not absolutely finished with the COVID thing, but almost. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. I'll return after this break. Other guys. The finger. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. Oh Lord, honey, can somebody tell me what my future holds? Hey man, you think I can get a reading? Uh, Wrong answer. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Doctor Dim, Jim Fitzsimmons, only on Z Talk Radio. Hey everyone, this is Professor Dave. I want to teach you about all kinds of things regarding science. I want to tell you about physics. I want to tell you about chemistry, biology, astronomy, math, and many, many more things. Come check me out on YouTube. The channel is called Professor Dave Explains. Take it easy. He knows a lot about the science stuff. Professor Dave Explains. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to Dimland Radio on Z Talk on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host Jim Doctor Nymphet Simmons. All right, I was gonna do something here. I was gonna do one of these. And now it's time for a Dimland Radio pedantic moment. Yeah, this ought to be good. Mm, we'll see. We'll see if it's any good. Um, the thing that I'm uh, going to be pedantic about this week. Now, this goes back to the uh, to the early days of uh, of the COVID times. Uh, this was just as we were beginning to learn about the cases that were showing up here in the United States, and we were hearing it on the news about how to wash your hands. 
one of the best things you can do to protect yourself against such a thing is to wash your hands. Wash them really well. Avoid touching your face. If you haven't washed your hands, avoid touching your face. Wash your hands. 20 seconds. Sing the happy birthday song to yourself twice. And, you know, be sure to wash under your fingernails and, and, and just and get between your fingers and wash around your thumbs and just do it, really suds it up and do it really well. You know, that's, there was, it was, uh, it was a thing. I, I, I have a, uh, a public service announcement, announcement thing that I play once in a while in my breaks from the CDC that says, you know, 20 seconds, wash your hands, sing the happy birthday song to yourself. It tells you how to do it. But then you should dry your hands really well after you've done the washing. Dry them off really well. And my hands are, are, are I, I think they're getting used to being washed all the damn time. <laughs> I think they're, they're starting to, to become accustomed to it. I, I don't have as, the, the rashes aren't quite as uh, pronounced as they have been. Uh, it's also the air, the, 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 uh, the dry air of winter is beginning to uh, subside. You know, we don't have the furnace going on in the house all the time, so it's, it's not quite as dry. So the hands, um, the hands self-moisturize better. I, I, do they self-match? I don't know. But it's, I don't know. It just seems to be better. But see, my pedantic moment. Okay, we're going back to those earlier days. And there was, you know, people were, were taken to the Internet to talk about how to wash your hands. And one in particular, one person in particular was Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor, if, for you younger people out there, she was a uh, R&B pop uh, disco singer from... Uh, from the disco era, she she had a um, she had some hits and she had a really big hit, one really big hit, called "I Will Survive." Uh, I'm not going to sing it. Uh, it wasn't a song I particularly cared for at the time, but nice, you know, it's it's an okay song. But it was in the disco era, and and it's a song of of uh, of, uh, of empowerment. You know? So she thought it would be a cool idea. A good idea to make a video, put it out on this thing called TikTok. What the hell is that? Is that another one of those uh, Twitter things? Anyway, so she puts a video up on this TikTok thing of her, uh, uh, presumably in her bathroom, at the sink, washing her hands, and she's uh, well, she's lip syncing to her song "I Will Survive." So not only is she showing and showing you how to wash your hands. But she's encouraging you to do so, wash your hands, and giving you the, the empowering message that I will survive. We're going to survive this. Oh, and she does something right in this as well. See, um, she's, she's got the camera set up wherever you, know, you can't see it because she, she's singing into a mirror. So she's got the camera set up. And you know, and it's 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 uh it's taking the video by being aimed at the mirror, and uh, so um, and it and she does it really well, and she does the one thing that is rule number one: if you're going to take a selfie or do a selfie video, selfie still photo or a selfie video, using a mirror, be sure to clean the mirror first. It might just be water spots on there, but it can look gross. And and you might not you, you have you go to your bathroom right now and look at your mirror. Do I have water spots on it? You probably don't even notice them most of the time. But you know, if you're gonna do something like that, clean the mirror, which she had done. The mirror was clean. She's in a nice looking bathroom from the angle that we could see. I don't know if it's a hotel she's in or if it's her house or whatever. But it's a nice looking bathroom, and she's standing there, and she's she's doing the lip sync and she's washing the hands and doing all that, and it's great. But there's What's the pedantic moment? It is. Um, it's this. Uh, Gloria, turn the water off. The whole time she's doing this, she's got the water going full bore into the sink. It's just, just going right there. It says, you know, start what you know, get your hands wet. You can have the water, and you can just kind of lean in with your elbow, bump, knock it down with your elbow, and and keep washing your hands because it's just a, a single handle faucet thing, and it just you don't you don't need the water running. <laughs> Uh, when you do rinse your hands, you got to rinse it under running water is the best way. If you just fill up the, the basin with water and you rinse your hands in that, it's not quite as uh, uh, sanitary. It's better if it's the water's running. But but she doesn't go that far. Just you have your hands set up. The, anyway, turn the water off. <laughs> That's my pedantic moment. <laughs> uh, now that that's done, let's have one of these. Oh, boy. This is going to be a, a, a hopefully you'll enjoy this arg. 
it's the uh, it's the curse of second place. Um, you know who knows the curse of second place? Uh, the band Creedence Clearwater Revival. CCR. They know the curse of second place. Uh, they uh, they have you know how many number one hit songs they have in their career and they were pretty popular for a good stretch there in the late 60s into the 70s they were very popular you know how many hit songs they had in that stretch uh, I mean number one hit songs none zero none know how many number twos they had that five Five number twos in a day? My goodness, something's wrong with you. No, 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 uh, no, no. Number two, uh, as on on the charts, on the U.S. Billboard charts. Five number two songs. Uh, the curse of number two. But that's a little different than the story I'm going to relate to you. As you know, if you're a long-time listener to the show, and I've even mentioned it earlier in the show that uh, I work for a janitorial service. Uh, and that uh, uh, on Tuesdays, Tuesdays is what I call my long day. I have the eight hours during the day working at the office, and then I have about four to five hours working that night cleaning two buildings. It's the same two buildings. I've been doing them for years. And I am a uh, very much a creature of habit and routine. Very much. And um, so when... Tuesdays roll around, and my day job finishes up. I head home, grab my headphones, maybe have a cookie or two, say hello to Amy, say hello to Hayden, and then say goodbye. I gotta go clean my buildings. And you know, so you're going already would be something Amy would say early on. I'd say the sooner I leave, the sooner I get back. You know, because this is, this is where I want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be on. But especially in the pandemic years, I don't or the days, I shouldn't say years, but who knows how long this will last. I want to be home. <laughs> I don't want to be out there. But I have to go out there. And so anyway, um, I head out to my first building. It's, it's the one that takes more time to get done. And I don't have any supper at this point. Like I said, I might have a cookie or something. Uh, I finish there, and then I drive over to my other building. Now, it's at that point that I stop and get something to eat. And I, and like I said, I'm a creature of habit. I get the same thing every Tuesday. I stop at the KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I stop at the KFC, and I get the same meal each time. I like it. It's fine. I don't have to think about it. I know what I'm going to get, and that's what I get. And the drive is, uh, you know, it's, a, it's about a 15-minute drive or 10, 10-15-minute drive. And... As I come off the freeway, I head on to 10th Street North. I go west. The KFC is on the left side. So I'm going to have to turn left and cross the eastbound lane of 10th Street North. And over on that side, it's not just the KFC. There's a, there's a strip mall. There's a, uh, a supermarket that's open quite late. And there's usually it's open 24 hours, but um, with the COVID days, they, they're closing at a certain time so they can clean the store after hours. So there's the supermarket there. There's a Taco Bell. I think there's another restaurant in there, and there's the KFC. Okay? And as I approach the intersection at which I'm going to have to turn left, I can see the drive-up menu board. And, and I can see this. This is two weeks ago. Tuesday, two weeks ago, I can see that the drive-up menu board is open. There's no car there. All I have to do is get there. But, heading east on North 10th Street is a car. And it's approaching the intersection. And the right turn signal comes on. Because they're going to turn into that complex that has the supermarket, that has the cub, that has a strip mall, that has another restaurant, I think. I can't remember what it is. And has the KFC. They're turning on there. And I think to myself, they're going to the KFC. That person's going there. And I make my turn after they get there. Because they get there before me. And they head in. And sure enough, they pull up to the drive-up menu board just ahead of me. God damn it. Second place. That was a week ago, last Tuesday. 
Now this Tuesday, I uh, same thing. Creature of habit, I'm heading to the the KFC. I get to the 10th Street North, and I can see the drive-up menu board. There isn't a car there. All I have to do is get there. But there's a car heading east on North 10th Street, and their right turn signal goes on as they get to that intersection. And I am yelling in my car, that guy is going to KFC. That guy is going to KFC. That guy, right there. I'm saying that to myself in the car. They make the turn, get there before I did, and I get in behind them, and sure enough, God damn it, second place. Then we go to Wednesday. The following day, this doesn't involve KFC. I'm at my day job, and I'm I'm, I'm ending my day, and I'm I head home, and I remember I got to stop at the Walgreens, and pick up the prescription, um, prescriptions for my, for my wife. I'll go through the pharmacy drive up, and as I approach the parking lot to turn in to the Walgreens. It's kind of a blind turn. I'm making a right-hand turn in. I can't, you know, I have to be careful. So I start to make my turn in, and it's a good thing I was being careful because there was somebody coming out that doesn't realize that you stay to the right. They're right smack in the middle. So I have to wait for them to sort of maneuver around me, and it, no harm done. I get into the lot. I look ahead, and I see that the pharmacy drive-up window is open. There's no car there. All I have to do is get there. But... There's an entrance on the opposite side of the parking lot, and in comes a car. As I'm pulling past the person that had to be right in the middle of the entry, they come in, U-turn, zip, and god damn it, second place! Well, I get the prescriptions, and I go home. And because this last Wednesday was the first Wednesday of the month, that meant I had another building to clean. There's a building that we do once a month, that I clean once a month, and it's always the first Wednesday. So I get home, say hi to Amy, say hi to Hayden, maybe have a cookie, and then out I go. And I head out onto the highway. There's an intersection coming. Well, oh, before I do that, I stop at the I stop to to do an errand at a at a grocery store. And I come out, and there's a there's a there's a Burger King within that grocery store's parking lot, and I thought, yeah, maybe I'll go to Burger King get something to eat because I haven't eaten yet. Maybe I'll stop there. Uh, but I look over at the drive up, and it's just packed with cars. There's at least three, four, or five cars deep. And I said, yeah, forget it. I'll just I'll I'll get something later. So I get off. I get out on the freeway or the highway because it's uh, it's got intersections that you have to stop at once in a while. And I and I I'm coming up to an intersection that I got to stop at. And I look off to the right, and I see a sign for a Burger King. Well, I'm in a Burger King mood already. I said, oh, there's a Burger King there. And as I get closer to the intersection, I see in the, in the right turn lane to, to, to turn off of this uh, highway, I look over and I see the Burger King drive-up menu board. There isn't a car there. All I have to do is get there. I make my turn to the right, and I end up right behind somebody who also turns right into the Burger King parking lot, and God damn it, I'm in second place again! <sighs> it was a fun stretch. It was enough to make me go. Of course, I reminded myself that there are plenty of times when I did get to the drive-up before anybody else, or it wasn't open when I spotted it if there was already a car there, or things like that. There are plenty of times when that happens, and you have to remember that it's not every time, but this was just one of those bang, 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 bang. And I thought, ah, for crap's sake. <laughs> for crap's sake. Well, I think...
<laughs> it's just, what are you going to do, huh, kids? It's just, well, that's what happens. Good night, our doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. Well, gotten to the end of another show. I probably went over a little bit there with that story that Arg, but what are you going to do? Uh, you know, uh, be skeptical in extraordinary claims, cry extraordinary, uh, extraordinary evidence. You've been listening to Dimland Radio and the Talk Radio Network at ctalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim. Fitzsimmons reminding you to wash your hands, to stay home and stay safe, and um, sleep with the lights off. Oh, and don't panic. You can check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option, and you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to our competitors. Thanks. Thanks for, for tuning us in. What did you think of tonight's installment of Dimland Radio? Wow. Wow. Well, well I'm going, I'm going to hell. hell.